community manager from Advanced Hospitality Technologies, and I have with me my colleague Toshi Soda. He is director of marketing. Today we are joined by a very special guest. She is a hospitality professional, technology innovator, and speaker with over two decades of experience. She is the advisory counsel at HFTP and author of the book Digital Re Revolution in Hospitality Industry. Hospitality 2.0. She is Ira Walk. Thank you, Ira, for taking time out from your busy schedule. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm really happy to have this conversation. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. Ira, uh, we have a couple of interesting questions for you. So my first question is, how was your professional journey? What challenges did you face along the way? Please share your journey with our audience. Thank you. That's a great question uh, and a loaded question, actually, because my journey started in housekeeping department on the property level, and um, it was about 20 years ago. So this is how my hospitality career started. And I have tried um, many, many different roles and, um, and kind of aspects of our industry. And our industry, as you know, is just so diverse. There is just so much to it. So I started at the property level and different roles, different departments. And then um, I realized that when I started doing the revenue management portion of it, which was kind of just dumb luck, I guess, this is when I, um, I was noticed actually by the owners. So I realized, okay, this is actually what gets you noticed. This is what important for the owners because this essentially affects the bottom line, profits and the revenues. So my actions actually made a very big difference. Um, not saying that other departments are not important, but I found my niche. So about 18 years ago, I started leaning towards the revenue management aspect because I'm, you know, a numbers person and I'm an analytical type of person. So I really um, enjoyed this and I have been practicing revenue management since then for many years. The biggest challenge that I had was trying to um, and I then co-founded a revenue management technology company. So I would say that the biggest challenge was to understand how to overcome lack of awareness in our industry about technology in general. And this is when it was about 13 years ago when I started understanding this, starting my own company and trying to scale the company and understanding how complex our industry is and how conservative many, many sectors of our industry uh, are and trying to overcome that grow your own business that was the most exciting but also the most challenging part of it so um, and i've done many different things after this and during this and before this as a consultant as a an educator um, as a public speaker as a writer so i've tried many different things but i would say from the that time when i was starting my own company understanding that there is a huge knowledge gap between technology vendors and the operators. And ever since then, I've been trying to close this gap and educate the market. And I'm very passionate about spreading awareness about technology and not just revenue management, but I kind of have expanded to all different types of technology and the um, in overall technology adoption rates in our industry. Um, and I've been very active in that field and hence the book and the online learning course that I'm launching 
in about two weeks, which is essentially targets the same problem of this, the knowledge gap that exists. Okay, perfect. Now I know that Toshi also has some questions for you, so let's hear it. Hey, Ira. Uh, just to introduce myself a little bit. Um, so I kind of came into this uh, world from more of the technology side. So, um, you know, I've, I've had a lot of uh, different types of jobs in different types of fields uh, starting out in my career. So I worked in kind of like uh, started out in finance and accounting and then moved to uh, becoming like a system uh, integrator for like accounting and finance systems. And then uh, along the way now I, I came into this company and, and right now I'm I'm more on the client side. So I'm uh, I started out doing uh, some sales account management and now um, so I, I go out and talk to a lot of uh, hoteliers and and uh, potential customers and existing customers about how uh, we can kind of help uh, help make their lives and their jobs easier or their hotels uh, a little bit better by implementing some of these technologies. Um, and so kind of like now that you mentioned this technology uh, importance in hotels, uh, in your words, like why is it important for hotels to adopt uh, some of these technologies and apply them to the their hotels? Absolutely, great question. Um, so for the rest of the world, it kind of is just common sense, but for hospitality industry, unfortunately, it is not yet the case. And this is why we need to keep, and technology vendors in particular, need to keep raising awareness about technology in general and specific use cases that that specific vendor targets, because it's not, it's not natural for our industry, for people in our industry, it's not very straightforward for them. So the main reasons are, first of all, technology automates a lot of routine boring tasks that humans don't even like doing. And I always use this example that I love. I When I was working at the front desk at Ramada Gas Pump in San Diego downtown many, many years ago, I always had to answer the phone every five minutes to answer, to describe how to get to our property. And that was before Google Maps was very popular. So I would spend half of my day answering the phone, explaining with the, the direct, giving the directions to our customers. Then Google Maps came in and now everybody sees the direction on their phone. They don't call me anymore. So I have much more time to spend with my guests to actually provide better customer service. And this is just one example of a gazillion different use cases for technology adoption in our industry where Technology can automate these things that are routine, boring things that technology is just much better at. So that's the reason number one. We just would have so much more free time to allocate to the things that actually matter, providing customer service, because we are a hospitality industry. We, we care about customer service, so we want to have more time to it. Uh, reason number two is when we're talking about back office uh, functions and operating efficiencies, um, technology can make us just so much more efficient, so much more successful and so much more profitable. And if we only just take revenue management systems, for example, or marketing automation, for example, 
um, you can have one revenue management system running at your property that would um, be more effective than uh, 10 people in the same department. And uh, not saying that technology will completely replace humans, it will never completely replace humans. It's always a synergy and there is this term that I use, cobotics, and I used it in my book and uh, also in one of the lectures in my uh, new online learning course. It's the, the concept of interactions between humans and machines, and um, neither of them are perfect. So when they work in combination, the result is always greater than one plus one. It's always greater than two. It's more like a hundred because there is a synergy. So technology, reason number two is technology helps us with our operating efficiencies and it makes our uh, businesses just so much more efficient, successful and profitable. And it just costs less because it's just so much less expensive than what we used to have before cloud computing became popular with premise-based technology, hundreds and thousands of dollars for license fees. Now, reason number three is um, there is just so much data in our industry that accumulates on a daily basis and it grows. It continues to grow every day, every hour, every second. It keeps accumulating. There is no way humans can possibly digest all this data themselves with their human brains and they don't need to because this is what technology is aimed to help them with and this is why technology is there. Technology needs data to function and it's really good at digesting this data and coming up with um, you know with this decision optimal decision making that humans would never be able to achieve. So those are probably the top three reasons that I would say but in general the end result that all hospitality businesses are really uh, targeting and those are simple things. They want to be more efficient, they want to have more free time, they want to make more money and provide better customer service. So those are the four things that are kind of the, the cornerstone of our of our industry and really any business and this is what technology is aimed to help them with and we should stop fearing it. We should start embracing it because it's not going to replace us, it's going to help us just be better industry. Awesome. So kind of like uh, people should not be afraid of technology replacing them, but instead, you know, like a calculator did not make the accountant obsolete, but it lets them do a lot more things with the, the time better, right? Absolutely. So, and Google Maps didn't replace anyone uh, and Tesla is not going to replace anyone. And uh, it creates more jobs, but those jobs are more exciting, more strategic and is just uh, a whole new level of evolution, which I call hospitality 2.0 for our industry because it, everything has changed. We're on a different level. We just need to admit it. Awesome. Okay, Ira, um, uh, my next my, my next question is like recently you published a book by the name of Hospitality 2.0. We would love to know what made you write this book and why you choose this name, Hospitality 2.0? Because personally, I love this name. Thank you. I love it too, actually. Um, it's a good book, I think. I've heard a lot of great feedback from the industry about it. Um, so as I kind of already briefly explained, the concept of Hospitality 2.0 is this concept of the fact that the events that happened to our industry in the last five or ten years 
have transformed it completely. And it's not just COVID, which is the COVID pandemic is definitely one of the major disruptors that changed many things and transformed many things. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, it's technology evolution and in particular cloud computing and AI machine learning and now metaverse and the virtual reality and all those things we're talking about now. And in addition to that, there is also a third factor, which is the alternative accommodations sector and the evolution of that sector and how it affects the traditional hotel sector. So those are the three things that happened in the last five or 10 years and completely transformed our industry and transformed the way that businesses operate or should operate and transformed customer expectations. So we suddenly just found ourselves in a complete new reality. And this new reality I call hospitality 2.0 because like I said, it's a new version of our industry. And we, um, it's not the same, it's no longer the same. We can't pretend that things did, haven't changed. We have to embrace the fact that we're, it's different and we need to understand how to optimally run our businesses to adapt to these changes. We can't have the same comp set anymore. We can't use the same old technology that is premise-based, that is sitting in the, in the back office on our server. We have to use modern seamless technology that is in the cloud. We can't uh, use, you know, ignore uh, revenue management as a discipline. We can't ignore marketing as a discipline anymore. We have to pay attention to those things. We can't ignore the fact that the alternative accommodation sector is just so far ahead of the hotel sector in terms of customer acquisition and e-commerce and all those things that they do so much better than us. And um, their contribution, their, uh, the, uh, the margins that they have on those businesses are just like so much greater. So all those things that we can learn from the events that happened in the past. And um, in my book, I explained what has changed and how we can embrace it, what we can do about it, and what we need to do in the next five to 10 years to take advantage of these wonderful things that happened and evolve further and um, just be more, a more successful industry. And then I also describe what is going to happen in the five or 10 years in terms of um, you know, evolution of technology and other things in terms of the hotel operations um, and uh, investment, main investment opportunities in the future. So essentially the book is aimed to raise awareness about these changes, to explain how we got here, why we're here, and then to explain what we can do with it to evolve to a whole new level as an industry and become a modern industry of the 21st century, as opposed to how we've been evolving so far, which was, we've always been behind. We're the, one of the oldest industries and we're one of the slowest to adopt new technologies and anything that has to do with adopting new things in our operations or in the way we do business or recruit or, or approach customer acquisition. So that's essentially what the book is about. And I've already sold over a thousand copies in just a few months. So that tells me there is a, a real need for this knowledge. And again, this resulted in my desire, one of the factors, uh, one of the reasons why I decided to launch this online learning course that I'm publishing in just a few weeks that is dedicated to hospitality technology companies actually. And it explains them what the industry is about because most of them, most of these employees don't actually come from our industry. They come because it's really hard to source 
tech-oriented talent from the hospitality. So they come from fintech, they come from real estate, they come from other related sectors or not related sectors, and they want to learn about our industry to be more successful. So the first in the industry, the first in the history of hospitality industry online learning course designed for them. So I'm very excited about it. Very impressive. And thank you, Ira, for sharing details of your book. To all those who are watching this, if you have not read it yet, do read it. Let's go back to Toshi. Thanks, Maria. So I know you mentioned a little bit about the events in the last two years uh, relating to COVID. Um, and I think that in in the past, um, so I've been a member of HFTP as well for the past uh, seven years now. And so I've seen a lot of the, you know, aside from just traveling and seeing a lot of hotels firsthand, uh, I've also seen some of the ideas coming from uh, various companies uh, trying to launch products and uh, and and share it with the conventions and and so there's a lot of things out there like to me at a hotel the major technology is is fairly simple you have wi-fi you have pms you have pos uh and then you have a couple other systems uh but i think what's interesting to me is like in in hospitality you have all these technologies as kind of compartmentalized systems so uh, whereas at a hotel, everything has to uh, not just work on their own, but also be set up in a way where uh, pretty much everything is a platform now. You know, you don't have to just buy the product and it's ready to go. Like it has to be set up the right way, depending on how the, that property wants it to work or that company wants it to work. And then you also have to uh, have some expertise with the other systems that interface with it or integrate with it or else you can keep buying a new system thinking that one you know that's going to solve your problems with your sales or your revenue but uh if you put it in not you know not correctly it's just going to make things a lot worse right so uh in addition to that i think that there's you know there's a lot of cool ideas that i've seen throughout the years come and go uh, and all these conventions, but uh, these things kind of never get adopted or uh, they're, you know, they end up not making it. So like all of your uh, housekeeping robots, uh, those kind of things, right? But um, I think with so much out there, um, we, I kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on like right now, as we come out of this period, uh, what are the technologies that uh, can really help the businesses grow and hotels grow as far as uh, making things more efficient or uh, generating more revenue or uh, things of that nature? Yeah, that's definitely a loaded question for sure. <laughs> but um, I absolutely agree with you. The, one of the major problems of um, in our industry that prevents our industry from growing faster in terms of technology adoption rates is the the fragmentation of our industry and the fragmentation doesn't only happen on the the buyer side the hospitality operator side when you have you have owners you have management companies you have brands you have 
over a million of individual um, companies that own buildings, like individual owners, and it's so convoluted and there's different regions and whatnot. But then as a result of this, we have fragmentation on the supplier side. And this is exactly what you mentioned. You go to a, a high-tech conference or you go to any you know technology company or com conference, which is there's really not a lot, but you see these vendors exhibit their uh, their solutions and they're really cool solutions. They're great. So what happens is that people again, people come from many of them come from outside of our industry and they see a gap for a specific use case and they are oh okay I can I know that works in fintech for example let me bring this use case and already maybe already have technology that works there I'm gonna bring it here and apply it it's gonna work and it's gonna solve everything and the and and the reason why it doesn't always work there are cases when it does uh, I don't want to discriminate against everyone um, it's it's actually there are some very successful cases when this company grow to be amazing large companies that you know make our industry more successful but there are also cases when it doesn't and the, the reason why it doesn't is because first of all they come without very very deep understanding of the complexity of our industry the fragmentation of it and what we call the integration dependency issue in our industry there are really no standards for data flows or for the integration um htng used to uh, you know, they tried to come up with some standards. Not a lot of people actually follow them. So it's a pretty big mess. So that's why as a result, our tech ecosystem is very convoluted. So if you look at a map and there are multiple maps of our technology ecosystem that people, different companies tried to put together. My favorite is um, the one that is published by Hotel Tech Report. It's pretty clear, but there is just so many different vendors as my, I say that um, for every sneeze, we have a technology solution, right? We have chatbots, we have PMS booking engine, CRS, marketing, sales, whatnot. So there's literally thousands of them at this point. So how do you navigate in this mess? If you're a hotelier, if you want to understand what technology solutions you need to select for your business, it largely depends. So the answer would be it largely depends. And uh, just like the technology ecosystem is diverse. As I mentioned, the hospitality, the, the world of hospitality operators is very diverse. And this is also something that these technology vendors don't always understand. And this is what I'm trying to raise awareness about in my book and online learning course is that you first need to understand what segment you're even targeting. Because, for example, if we at least take branded versus independent properties, those are two very different worlds. And the technology that they need to use, the types of technology would be two very different technology types, very different use cases. One would be dictated by the brand. There is, you know, something, especially in the distribution, it's very specific, managed by CRS and whatnot. For independent operators, it's a whole different world. So first of all, we need to differentiate between different target segments that you are targeting. And for individual operators, for independent properties, it's really, really hard for these owners and operators to understand what to pick, which solution to pick from this big mess and what's going to work, what's not going to work. Because again, there are integration dependencies and some things just don't work as expected because there is no integration with the property management system. So what for those, what we're seeing is actually there is a very promising trend that is happening in our industry where we are starting to see end to end solutions offered on the market. 
there are some companies, I don't want to mention any names, so it doesn't seem like a promotion, but there are some companies that offer an entire package of solutions for these operators that would allow them to efficiently run their business. And I think this is a great trend for this segment, for the independent sector, uh, where these owners and, and operators are not very sophisticated to understand how to pick that, you know, how to assemble that Tetris game from different parts of the ecosystem. They just want a simple one solution with one login, one bill. This is the holy great, the, the uh, North Star for us. One login, one bill. This is where we're headed. Hopefully we'll be there. And we're seeing these more of these companies um, appear in the market that allow to uh, offer these end-to-end -end solutions. But it won't work for larger companies. For larger companies, mid-market companies that are 130 or 100, between 100 and 300, for example, properties per chain, they need to be more specific with customization of different parts of the ecosystem. So it gets more complicated. And for them, it's as important to optimize their back office as it is to optimize their front office operation technology. So you have to understand what use cases you have for both parts of your of your business back office functions, the, uh, the operating, and then also the front office, anything that has to do with customer acquisition, customer service and whatnot. And then you need to understand what use cases you have and now how to optimize them and maximize and, and automate these things to make your operations more efficient and provide better customer service, especially in the situation of labor shortage that we have right now in many regions of the world. So anything that helps you deal with this labor shortage issue by default would be very helpful for really any business. But again, to it's a long answer, but to reiterate, to kind of summarize, different segments have different needs. It's important for these vendors to understand which segment they're targeting and what needs they have. And we are seeing some positive trends that are happening in our industry in terms of um, kind of integration consolidation of the tech stack from being too convoluted to more, more integrated and more simplified. Definitely. So I think, yeah, like in the, in the branded hotels that are being built now, I think we've we've seen that a lot of the guesswork has kind of been eliminated. So, like you know, you get a list of vendors and technologies to choose from that have already been kind of vetted to at least uh, work uh, with each other and then uh, kind of set it up. But for the other ones, like hotels that have been open for uh, longer than 10 years or even even longer than that, I think uh, those might be the ones that are kind of struggling the most to adopt it, whether, like you said, uh, um, it could be that there's too many options and they're not sure even where to start or, um, you know, it might, at that point, it might cost too much because once you start working on one thing, everything else has to be looked at like, at the same time. So, um, but going back to your point about the uh, package solutions, um, I found that to be really interesting. Um, are you talking about one system that kind of uh, is already pre-built to handle all the 
operations or is it a company, a partner that consolidates various different systems so that to the uh, to the client, it feels like they're just using the one uh, one system? It can be either, but um, I think what we are, where we're going eventually, where we will end up is one system that seamlessly integrates all components and helps a business just be efficient and run operations efficiently. And that would be a property management system, a booking engine, uh, even website builder, revenue management system, CRM. Um, you know, group uh, management system. So everything that a business requires, uh, all the components that is that are required for a business to be efficient under one login. So this is again, this is the North Star. You get one bill, you have one login. You don't need to open multiple browsers, browser windows on your computer. I'm not even talking about multiple exe files to, to be run from your desktop because they're locally installed. Hopefully we all now understand the importance of cloud technology, but this is the this is the, the the key. One login, one bill. This is where we're going. So, and again, there are solutions that are already offering that. And if let's say this package solution, this company doesn't have a specific component that this business needs. For example, they have a, a spa that they need to manage, and this particular vendor doesn't offer spa management solution. There is also this trend uh, that we call platformification and marketplaces. So there are marketplaces, essentially app stores, just like you have on your on your phone, where you can the user can just select from the apps that are already integrated, the vendors that are already integrated with this solution. So they can just select one that they prefer and get access to it. It would be seamlessly, hopefully, seamlessly integrated within this the, the main package. Again, you still have one login, one bill, but in many cases where you were not there yet. So in many cases, you still have a separate login, separate bill, but at least there is an integration flow that doesn't require you to call a salesperson and try to establish an integration, go through 30 days of you know onboarding process and whatnot. So many, some companies or major companies are now offering these marketplaces, which is a really good trend as well because it simplifies the customer acquisition process for our B2B technology where it eliminates the need to have an army of salespeople to go after these hoteliers. Hoteliers can just go to this marketplace and buy software from there and subscribe just like you would with, you know, with Netflix. You would just go and sign in and pay yourself. You don't expect to call a salesperson to sign up for Netflix or Facebook or Instagram, right? So this is essentially the the North Star for our industry, and we are going in that direction. So that's very promising. So it's basically kind of like a portal where the user or the, the hotelier would access the portal. And within that portal, the property management system or uh, the key system might be different companies, but to them, they can all manage it in that one uh, management portal. Ideally, and, yeah. And it's to them, it needs to be seamless. They shouldn't even understand that there are two different companies or three different companies that provide the software. It has to be seamlessly integrated into their workflow without them even having to care about what's going on in the background and how these technologies are integrated. It's not, it's not, they shouldn't, they shouldn't worry about it. It shouldn't be their concern. It should be the concern of the vendors 
who need to be seamlessly integrated. Awesome. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay, uh, just, uh, you know, I just wanted to know that you obviously travel a lot as a hospitality professional, right? Which hospitality or business conference related to technology do you prefer to visit and want to participate in as a speaker? Um, so I have literally participated as a speaker at almost nearly every single one in 2022. Um, um, not just technology, but really um, all hospitality, almost all hospitality, uh, large hospitality uh, conferences. I would say as a technology geek, high tech is by far my favorite. I haven't missed a single one in 17 years, probably. Um, and I'm now I'm part of the uh, advisory board at HFTP for high tech. So um, I also get to play a role in, uh, you know, the educational program and, uh, you know, the selection of speakers and what topics we discuss at high tech. So that's very exciting as well. But um, I love watching the, the looking at the evolution of our technology landscape through this lens of high tech conference because you go there every year and you see how some vendors show up year after year, some vendors fall off, some vendors appear. You see how much budget everyone has for their for their business, for their marketing, depending on the size of the booth that they have. Somebody just raised yeah. a lot of money in their investment and now they have mm -hmm. that's four times bigger than the previous year. Very interesting mm -hmm. to watch. And to me, I use the, uh, the high tech vendor map as like a life hack to understand mm -hmm. who's active in the industry right now in terms of the technology vendors. So year after year, you see this, the dynamics of this space, which is um, very interesting, but I also love the networking and uh, definitely speaking engagements are always fun at these conferences. I love contributing to, um, you know, the education and awareness of the industry in the market about technology and other things. Perfect. So that means because personally, I do believe that these events and conferences are really important as they bring so many of the top professionals together, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. Perfect. Okay. Um, just let us know about your, we just wanted to know and really want to discuss about your interests, like your hobbies and how do you spend your spare time? Um, I don't have any. <laughs> I, I am, uh, I've been very, very busy with generating content, I would say, uh -huh. and this is something that I love doing, and I published one book, as you know, in the beginning of this year, and I wrote another one. It's going to be published soon. The manuscript is ready, um, and then I'm also working on the third one. And I'm very busy with uh, launching my online learning course that I mentioned. It's it was six months of work, really hard work, 20 years of le learning and experience squeezed into five hours, um, many months of hard work. Um, so I've been busy with that and of course traveling and conferences, but I have kids, they keep me busy too. Um, I love sports, uh, we love going to the beach because we live in San Diego. I have a lot of friends and uh, they always um, have great ideas about partying and traveling, so I do a little bit of everything, um, but my life has been uh, pretty crazy as soon as I um, retired about a year ago and started doing kind of my own thing and mostly consulting and 
and writing and and publishing content and speaking. So it's uh, it's been a very exciting journey for me. That that's wow, wonderful, um, Ira. Well, um, thank you, Ira, for joining us today and sharing your insight with us. It was an absolute pleasure talking to you, and uh, it was great opportunity to learn from you as always. So that's it for today, guys. Till next time, goodbye. And see Thank you in the next uh, um, high tech. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much. Yeah, really oh, appreciate it. It's our it. pleasure. Yeah, really appreciate it. And thank you so much for giving us time, you know. Thank you. Happy to chat. Thanks. Welcome.